Hello and welcome to the 19th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the tomato sauce to my meat pie, Mr. Kale Adam. How you going? Physically well, psychically not so well, spiritually bankrupt. Psychically not so well? Your psychic power is not quite what they used to be? Just I'm mentally, emotionally, you know, it's been a trying time, especially when you compare me to a disgusting tomato sauce. My assumption is you're joking, but as I take mental health seriously, is everything all right? <laughs> yeah, things are all right. I have my um, emotional support dog, Handy Chorizo, Chorizo. is his name <laughs> at the moment. It should be from, from now on. And you should also give him a little, a little uh, wheelchair. He's probably destined for one of those anyway. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm pretty sure it exists, but you should at least try and find him the tool belt, the little tool saddle. I've already seen a, a cosplay of the breakout hit of Far Cry 6, Chorizo, the uh, paraplegic sausage dog. Honestly, I'm tempted to make a photo of it, the uh, the podcast <laughs> cover for this week, because it is so fucking cute. It's adorable. They know what they're doing over there at Ubisoft. They know how to pull at the heartstrings. They know how to... Draw me in for one. Um, it was a big reason I picked up that game, as we'll discuss. Oh, yeah. I was assuming as much. Now, I don't even think I've got it here, which is annoying. Maybe I do. I feel like we need to broach a, a topic about the oh. intro that I do at the start. Okay, now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have been claiming number one Australian PlayStation podcast for quite some time now. Of course. Now, you sent me a little thing that then I reposted and retweeted. Why is my Twitter not working right now? It's so annoying. Because they know they're on top, they know Facebook's going down, and so they've they've let it slip. They've let the engineers go for the day. So we were featured on some kind of a list of Australian gaming <laughs> podcasts. This is like right. Top 30, I think it was, or something like that. At some point we were 20, somehow we slipped to 21. I don't really know what happened. But what I did notice is above us was oh. another PlayStation-centric gaming podcast called... Okay, are you, ca- now, are you I'm calling these people out? I'm going to obviously bleep out the name of the podcast for obvious reasons, <laughs> okay. competition reasons. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't really want to change the intro, and I think it's going to be more of a what do I think? Like you know, like an optimistic approach, like a it's aspirational. Aspirational. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Look, it's let's be honest. We took the number one place uh, with just nothing but bravado. We felt we deserved it, and so claimed it. Bravado and zero information or research. <laughs> no market research. Just the gut feeling that we were the best. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I, I, I still think that we are probably number one in terms of quality. Yeah. Because I listened to that hot street trash and it, <laughs> it was exactly that. No, I actually didn't really listen to it. I just saw its existence and that they were higher on this arbitrary list by this arbitrary blog. It feels like you've dwelt on it. Uh, I've been thinking about it for a long time. I was going to call you yesterday and be like, dude, I'm out. If we're not number one, we're nothing. And I'm, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah, if you're not number one, straight out of the gate, what are you even doing at this exactly. point? Exactly. In, in the words of Ricky Bobby, you're not first, you're last. What's the point? We've literally wasted 19 weeks now of our lives. So. Jesus, that's so long. It's more of a more than I've ever committed to anything ever. I'm probably just never playing a video game again after this fucking devastating news. What do you mean? Well, we, our whole shtick this week is that we've played a lot of games, a lot of the same games. Yeah, it's... I know, and I kept playing them even knowing that we weren't number one necessarily. <laughs> I, I just want to question the validity of this list. I want to know the research before I completely concede the number one spot. I think it was collusion, some kind of 
inside attempt to take us down to knock us down a peg. Yeah. Or 18 well, or 19 pegs. <sighs> anyway, uh, it's fine. I'm, it, dude, it's actually fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It doesn't fine. sound fine. It doesn't sound no, fine at all. It, dude, it's fine. Whenever someone ever says that something's fine, it, it, it always is just fine. Okay? You know, it's all good. <laughs> I should do my duty and say, are you doing okay emotionally, mentally? I, yeah, dude, I'm fine. It's okay. Spiritually. It. <laughs> <laughs> Govinda, this week, we're going without news. We're going newsless. You've uh, let me because- down yet again. Your lack of work ethic is staggering. I've n- you never cease to amaze me at how little you can get done in one week. It blows my mind. I'm trying to live up to our reputation as the 21st best Australian PlayStation podcast because gaming podcast don't throw us down oh, okay. the bottom of the dregs we are at worst <laughs> number two at yeah. worst but I still think we could be top dogs we are the 21st Australian gaming podcast and I want to point out this is not just video games this is like there's board games D&D shit on there so it's true it's true we're, we're doing all right <laughs> it's not it's not the worst it could be but in keeping faithful to our our moniker of covering the news we care about, there wasn't much going on this week. There was a big interview with Jim Ryan in which he made a bunch of empty platitudes, but nothing really relevant. He was talking about how he wanted to bring PlayStation into more people's households and general things that the Sony boss would be expected to say. Can I be honest? You lost me at Jim Ryan. <laughs> of that, you, you said the name of that dog and I was just, I checked out. I don't even care what he said because it's... Unless he's saying, I'm stepping down as CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, <laughs> I don't care. That was hostile. Uh, it is hostile. I'm calling him out <laughs> right now. He can meet me in the car park at three o'clock after school and I'll beat the shit out of him. I'd love to see you fight a man in his <laughs> 60s who would, I don't know, probably... He'd probably beat me. Yeah, he has the money to get trained and be fit. <laughs> it would be messy. You would both be on the ground within seconds. It would be like a weird, neither can gain purchase on the other... I like to think that he would (laughs) underestimate me instantly and then I'd be a lot stronger and scrappier than he was expecting. Like, I'm walking into that fight with a fistful of sand. (laughs) Boom, straight in the eyes. You know what I mean? That's the kind of of fighting I'm going to do. Pocket sand. (laughs) But what we are going to do... Oh, uh, okay. I guess, yeah, you take the lead, Kale. I've got to take the lead. Someone's got to wear the pants in this relationship. Hey, where can the good people find us, Kale? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the week of the shooter. All we've done all week, I won't speak for you, but I've been playing a lot of shooters, and it's weird how this is lined up. Why won't you speak for me, dude? All I've ever well, wanted you... is for you to speak for me. All I've played is the same things that you've played, to, and we've played most of them together. Ah, you're kidding yourself. You log off, you go to sleep your sweet dreams on your tiny rocker bed, cot. <laughs> Child's cot. You're really losing it, dude. You had nowhere to go with that, and no, I could I didn't, feel it. That I, was I was trying to call you a baby, but... Uh, what order do we want to do this in? Because we have just played the same three shooters. Let's get the big name out of the way. So this oh. week, we got access... Not like we got access. Everyone got access to the uh, Battlefield 2042 beta. Uh, this is Govinda's most anticipated game. We've been covering it relentlessly here over the last few weeks. Govinda, you finally got to dip your feet in. How was the experience? Oh, all right. It look. Oh, it honestly. Let's throw some water on this fucking hype train <laughs> fire, dude. Let's just throw a little bit of water on it. Uh, it was preamble. pretty rough. It was pretty rough. It was rough. There's a lot of stuff that's just missing in the game. I'm, I'm going to call it quality of life things, such as like 
being able to choose what squad you're in. Yeah, being able to open a map. <laughs> Can't see a larger map. All you've got is a little one in the corner, which makes things difficult. Lots of graphical glitches. Like I had, uh, if I was using the DMR, like the, the scout rifle, and I had a four-time scope on it, I'd zoom in and every now and again, my entire screen would start flashing white. And I'd be mm. like, I'm going to have a seizure. Uh, apparently on PC, optimization was really bad. So you couldn't play it ultra without having your frame rate be pretty poor. It was just pretty rough, honestly. And I understand it was a build from like two months ago, which I assume is all yeah. the leaked footage mm-hmm. that we got a little while ago on the same sort of build. But that also makes me think of like, like why? Yeah, why, like, why wh- didn't we get something? Why, why didn't we get a newer build? Why didn't you release it two months ago? It was not the best step forward for this, uh, <laughs> this product. I mean, it's you got to give it credit. It was pretty impressive, like the scale of it. We should say as well, we un- you only got access to a single map launch. Launch map? Orbital. Orbital. God damn it. It was a rocket. Launch map. Yeah, we got a one map <laughs> called launch map. Uh, so it's a rocket. Every now and again, it would either take off or it would explode. The levolution stuff was kind of cool. I liked the, like the tornado that would come through every now and again. And I felt like it felt better when it was like raining or storming or something was happening because it felt i don't know more tense when it yeah. was full when it was full daylight it almost was too bright yeah like, i don't too know bright. it felt weird the guns were slightly off like i can't confirm any of this but i had a situation with you where i was trying to like i couldn't i felt like when i was using a scope the shots were missing but if i'd made it a red dot sight i could hit the same guy across the map easier and not it very necessarily across the map there was things that i liked about the gunplay and things i didn't like for me it didn't feel good like the guns never felt or maybe it was a sound thing like maybe they felt okay but the sound just it wasn't great and this is all in comparison to like battlefield 5 that we played recently that's had been out for years so it was just they didn't feel super satisfying and i felt like they did this thing where at close range the gunplay felt good but as soon as you went to like medium long range the gunplay felt like shit at least on console I was yeah. watching ja- I was watching Jack Frags play and he was talking about how much he loved the gunplay. Okay. And then someone commented to him how it was pretty shitty on controller and I, he he mentioned something that the people were talking how there's very little to no aim assist. Ah. Uh. And that it was because remember when we were playing and I was like I'm struggling to track people. Yeah. Like Battlefield 5 like I was very good at it and I would take people at distance with an SMG just by tapping a little bit. And it felt like the aim assist wasn't there. They don't have any adaptive trigger stuff in at the moment, apparently. Things I liked was it looks cool. It's just Battlefield. There's good shit. There was good times that we had. But like, <laughs> it's unclear how it's going to happen. But it felt like everyone just spawns. You just unlock guns, but you always have the same attachment set up as everyone else. And you don't unlock anything. Yeah, we don't know if that's going to be the same in the full game. Seems because the weird. quick attachment switching was weird. The AK never remembered what I did. So if I died, I'd have to reattach everything. And then I would be getting shot while I'm doing that because I'm an idiot. And if you ever attach to four times scope or like the longer zoom scopes on... Oh, no, sorry. If you attach the the grip on any of the guns, it would automatically attach the longer scope, which I didn't want most of the time. Because yeah. as you were saying, it felt like the sight was off and I couldn't hit anything at distance. It was just a little bit... It was a bit messy. And I don't think it was the best showing for that game, at least but, on console. Yeah, to be fair, I think my biggest issues with it are probably going to be patched. Like, to be totally fair to it, like, this is such a big game. It's going to be worked on very heavily. And if this isn't fixed at launch, it'll probably be fixed pretty shortly afterwards. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm still playing it at launch. I'm still getting it for sure. It just felt weird to me that they were like, here is a... Here's a beta a month out from the game being released that is two months old. Here's a bunch of shit that's not working. Yeah. Enjoy. Like, as a squad leader, I couldn't really mark objectives for the squad to go to together. 
I use a, a controller setup where I make R3 my crouch and slide because it's something I picked up in Warzone and I'm just so used to it. I can't not do it anymore. Yeah. But if you go into the controller layout settings, it would you could change the layout of the controller, but it never showed you what changed. It just had a name there. And if I didn't know that what the controller setup I wanted was alternate, there was no way that you would have known what you were swapping. It yeah. just had the name switch and never showed you the controller layout at all. It was just some weird little quality of life stuff. So, I don't know. I, I'm into it. There's also some balancing issues. I, apparently, there's a meta where if you play the medic chick with the serrets and the syringe thing, the gun. Yep, yep. Um, you can then also equip two armor plates as your equipment. So, you can give yourself 20%, 20 more HP or armor with an armor plate. Plus, you can self-heal. And you are almost, not indestructible, but you are really hard to kill. Got a big leg up on everyone else. There's also the the animation for reviving feels a little too slow, even for squad revives. And even like the text for the revive like prompt was it was like so tiny. <laughs> like it was really weird. It was actually similar to Battlefield 5, but the prompt to pick up a weapon and to heal someone is the same. Yeah, that led to some. So the amount of times you pick up someone else's weapon and then revive them and you're like, fuck, I'm stuck with this and there's no way to swap back. It was a- annoying. In my case, get shot while you're trying to get your gun back and leave your teammate on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So there's some stuff going on. I think there's just some balance issues. But yeah, I saw that meta and apparently she was just so overpowered. Like uh, it was really hard to put it down. Uh, she has a self-heal where you can inject yourself. But yeah. People have figured out that when you shoot your gun, your little healing gun, it creates a cloud and you can just walk through it and it's way quicker. Ah. So what's the point of having a self-heal when you can just shoot at the ground and walk through it? That was kind of the the idea. I saw something on Reddit, which was cool. Uh, like people had figured out the physics of the... One of the operators has a grappling gun uh, and they'd figured out like you can grapple the ground in front of you and then as that launches you, you like crouch in the air and then jump the second you hit the ground and you keep all the speed and the momentum and can kind of like keep bunny hopping. If you keep doing it, you're moving at like four times your regular speed <laughs> and it makes you like really hard to hit too. Like, and that's, I don't know that that's a bug. It's kind of just how the physics of the game worked, but yeah, interesting. Like, I don't know that they intended for people to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I also, I also noted that like I turned off crossplay because I felt like I was getting into like almost full PC lobbies and getting absolutely smoked. Yep, yep. And so that's where that's where I think the balance and the auto aim needs to be adjusted if they're going to have these like crossplay lobbies because I felt like I couldn't aim and I'm watching people play on PC and they are just destroying people. It's always going to happen when you open the gates up to those deviants. Not on necessarily, PC. right? Because I think. There's always this. There's always this thing with PC and console first player shooters where they are, the PC players are like, it's too easy. You've got aim assist, and then people on console are like, oh, well, you're using a keyboard and mouse, so you have, you're way better at it. Like it's easier to aim and shoot. So there's always that. But yeah. this one felt specifically unbalanced. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I can't track anyone at distance, and they can very easily. So. How long do you think you played for? I purposefully didn't play too long because it's one map and I knew I would hate it if I kept playing it. Apparently some people put in like 60 hours into that beta, which That's is disgusting. Over four days is the grossest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. I also just couldn't play that map that much constantly. Yeah. Without I, any I, differences. I hit my limit. Like I, there was after we'd played, I reckon I probably played it for like three or four hours. And that's enough on one map. Yeah, probably about that. Um, probably maybe like four or five, maybe. 
But I yeah. think that's enough to get an idea of what it is. And also, like, I was getting frustrated at all the little gl- glitches and missing features that I was like, it's just not worth me doing this right now. I do. Um, this is all balancing too. But like some of the like the little robotic dog that you can call into okay. feels yeah it feels very overpowered. It doesn't seem to go away. It's there's no armored. there's no timer on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's take it's like not taking them down, but firing on helicopters and aircraft with like laser accuracy, and it just follows you. And if you're in a squad, you can have like a couple of them getting around, and you just have these like. Little buddies, it's um. They were hectic. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. That all sounds negative, but I think that's more the state of. This actually felt more like a beta than you know. We joked last week that this was actually a network test. It almost felt like a beta, actually, where <laughs> it felt everything like was a beta. Off. But I think it still was like a, a stress test because they didn't care to make a new build to test new things that they've added. Yeah. Which is what I would assume you would want to do and have a fresh build and be like, here's everything fresh that we've added. Let's see if it's all working together. But instead, they were like, just give them what we have and we'll just see if the servers can handle it. And as um, we were playing with one of your brothers, he said, like, the DICE is aware of a lot of these issues. Like, this is yeah, that all... Yeah, that was the thing I was looking at just to see what, what the known issues were. Yeah, so the adaptive trigger stuff wasn't great. Uh, they didn't have... Well, it's not great. It's not existent. The cross-play parties, you can't do cross-play parties at the moment in the beta. Yeah. Um, like, just, just pinging a location was broken. And that is, like, a staple of Battlefield, is pinging enemy locations and what objective you're going to and pinging a vehicle. Uh, So that was essentially broken as well. uh, Just so many graphical glitches for me, at least. Like, the whole sky flashing and I had some time when my crosshairs weren't showing up. Just, yeah, anyway. That's kind of what, yes, started to sour me on it a little bit. But again, I want to be positive because I don't think this stuff is going to... Even if it's there at launch, I don't think it'll be there for long. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to be there for long. And I think they... Again, I don't think this was them testing the game out necessarily. It was them just seeing if servers can handle it. And that's why we were struggling to get into the game day one is I think they were just slowly ramping up the servers. Yeah. Slowly to make sure they weren't going to get completely buckled. But look, it's... It's Battlefield. I, I was a little underwhelmed with the visuals because I think I was just expecting so much. And I think on PS4, Battlefield 5 looked so good. Yeah. This almost feels like either like a sideward step or honestly even a little step back in terms of graphical fidelity. And I think it, potentially it's because they were trying to do 128 players instead of 64. Yeah. Maybe that's pushing it a little too far. And they were like, well, we need to sacrifice on this to make that possible. Um, and it's also three months old, so maybe they don't have all the graphical tweaks and stuff in there as well. But it, it just felt a little meh. A little underbaked, like a cookie dough that hadn't quite hardened into that delicious, crispy, crunchy batter. But having said all that, it was still... Like, I still had fun. It was still a I good think, time. Yeah, for me, the hardest part was, we'll talk about it, but I was playing Far Cry alongside it, and the comparison was very jarring. Like, Far Cry looks great, and the gun's... We'll, we'll save it anyway. It was just a, a bit of a. Well, we can just go. We can just go straight into that if we want to. But I like Far Cry is a different beast because Far Cry, like you aim and you snap onto enemies. Oh, you do. I turn that off. <laughs> oh, I didn't turn it off. I just left it on. I know what you mean, but yeah, yeah. It's. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes when it comes out next month. Next, I want to move into a little uh, Australian indie darling that came to a uh, PlayStation Plus. Uh, 
as a free title. Well, it's not free because you <laughs> you pay for PlayStation Plus. But <laughs> uh, Kale would like to um, uh, talk about uh, a game uh, that up. he. <laughs> Last week we said Hell Let Loose will be coming to PlayStation Plus, and Hell Let Loose came to PlayStation Plus, and all hell has been let loose amongst our friend group, at the very least. They're not your friends. They're my friends that play with you. They're your family. They have to like you. <laughs> and they still don't, so it's crazy. I don't know. So where do we even start with this one? Just a, just a few quick little factoids and cop this battlefield. So Hell Let Loose was developed by an Australian studio called Black Matter and published by Team 17. Its aim is to be a sort of realistic World War II simulation at the platoon level. It started as a Kickstarter, and it only ra- I mean, not only, it raised $220,000, which is the initial budget for this game. And it is budget. Like, compared to even Battlefield, it's even a little bit- Especially Battlefield. The budget of Battlefield is probably yeah, yeah. astronomical, comparatively. I'm, like, you definitely notice a bit of jank with it. Yeah. Immediately, it's much slower. This is a very- It can be a frustrating game. It's more methodical, like you are really like pinned down and you can't really move and you don't know when you can move. <laughs> yeah, and like until we figured out the whole outpost garrison system, it dying meant spawning so far back. These are like monstrously large battlefields. Actually, you know what I did find out which was cool, Gavinda? You know the points you take? Like the different mm-hmm. push and pull points? Each mm-hmm. map has something like 70 places where they can possibly be. So the yeah, same I've map- noticed that. Yeah, it's never the same, like, where you actually yeah. fight over. Yeah, I've noticed um, we've been on the same map and we'll be on, like, the far right side heading in a straight line or sometimes you'll be on, like, the far left but then you'll cut into the middle of the map or to the other side of the map. So, yeah, it's, it's cool like that. For me, this seems like, again, they're, they're similar but it's not quite close enough. This seems like they've looked at Battlefield and been like, sorry, older Battlefields and be like, how can we increase the complexity because you have roles, but these roles are... They've almost gone to the point where they're like, okay, let's not... It's not even about complexity, but they were like, let's try and make this like... Let's go more on the side of realism. It's like we've got yeah. Battlefield as a baseline, which is pretty arcadey, right? Still capture the points and whatever, but as a whole, it's pretty arcadey. You die, you respawn, you're pretty much back in the combat straight away if you want to be. This is much like, okay, let's remove most of the HUD... Uh, The map is going to be almost unreadable because we're going to use maps that look like a map you would actually have had in the war. I believe they're based Um, on historical maps. Yeah, and we're going to, like, let's let's use markers on the map that are literally probably, again, markers they would have used in the war to identify stuff. Yeah. Uh, And we're going to get rid of hit markers because you shouldn't know if you've hit an enemy or if they're dead. Yeah, if you see them fall, maybe... That's it. <laughs> maybe they're dead or maybe they just went prone and you don't really know, but it adds so much tension. Yeah. Like, I was so saying, much tension. This feels like a weird mix for me, like Battlefield and PUBG, where you sort of have that, like, long stretches of, you know, kind of mundane walking around. And then... Well, it's like the... It's, it's like the... Uh, it's quiet. Too quiet. Yeah, it's it's always too quiet until, like, the shit hits the fan and... Yeah, it's it's a really interesting game because it's so much, like, for all the reputation console gamers have, like, this is a PC game. This is, like, something PC players, like, would be more readily able to play. Like, console players, the amount of people I've seen playing this game that just 
have no fucking idea what they're doing and like refuse to like learn basics like you know in this game you need to like work together with different classes to build structures and people are just like incapable of doing that they just take the rifleman class and just run and have the worst yeah. time <laughs> i think part of the issue like one they probably just need to have a an like not a tutorial but almost just like a video to start and be like this is how this game works because yeah. it wasn't clear to me at the beginning because you have like a commander and then every squad has an officer that then can communicate with the commander and then communicate with their squad yeah and so the commander can be telling specific squads where to be where airstrikes are coming in where enemies are and it's up to the squad officer to then relay that information to the squad. Yeah, and that's a huge change in and of itself. Like, in Battlefield, you don't really talk to your team. You talk to your squad. Yeah, that's it. That's enough. Whereas, like, this is crazy. Like, you actually... It would be like a real war where you have different radio channels to, like, get... And it's always some incredibly nerdy dude, and I love it for this, I have to say. Like, it's some dude, and he's calling out, like, grid coordinations. He's monitoring where everyone is. And like I was telling you, I've gotten into games where people are using military code. Like, you know, copy yeah. that Bravo squad moving to grid coordinates E4. And it's like, it's so nerdy, but I love it. Like, See, I, I haven't even, I, have, I haven't, I've played probably like, what, six or seven games. Yeah. None of my games have had that level of communication. I've, well, see, I think the player base is evolving because my last few games have been like that. It's been like okay, because that's really what I want. Good. Um, that's what I want because then it feels because that was the thing with Battlefield is it's always the it's the squads are completely like on their own. The squad yeah. leader makes the calls. The squad will hopefully follow if you're lucky. Whereas this, you've got the commander as an overview, which I think is really cool, and I like how you've got you got three different chat levels. I think as long yes. as you're the squad leader anyway, where you can do like, if you're in a party, you can do your party chat with just your people that you're playing with specifically, or you can do squad chat, or you can do proximity chat. And I think that's yeah. really cool. Because uh, then I you was... can switch to proximity chat and tell the people you just killed that they suck. And then you're having a great time. <laughs> I it, It's actually quite a lot. I was playing as an officer and you can listen to like the command channel and it's just other officers and the commander. Or you can be... You can hear like the commander and your squad. And so you're trying to be like the the middle person and like relay because the commander can't speak to your squad. It's really interesting. Like, and for someone who doesn't even really like to use a microphone when I'm playing, it's like, I can't imagine being the commander. It stresses me out to like, I kind of want to though. Like, I want to give that a go. I think it'd be fun. I, there's a, I just think this this game has so much. tension i can't explain it any other way but like it is so f- tense because you don't know what's happening and then all of a sudden the suppression in the game is really good where not like a suppressor but being suppressed by enemy fire yeah because you just like go i don't know where this is coming from everyone hit the deck and everyone just lying low behind a little rock it's, wall praying not to get killed it's so it's cool. it's actually a mechanic like so if bullets are near you your screen becomes blurred and you can't like it's like to simulate the yeah like, like you said tunnel being vision suppressed yeah and which I is think- something I don't haven't seen in another game like. Oh, we've definitely there's definitely suppression because I, I don't even remember what it was, but I know I know things have had suppression before. I can't tell you a specific example, but this does it really well in a multiplayer setting, which I haven't seen a lot of. And I, it's just so tense. It's so cool. And I and the, the my only problem with it is just like movement is horrifically slow. It's very like, slow. Sprinting in this is walking in Battlefield. I swear. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. Like it's like it's very close slow. To it. And my problem is, like, I'll get to a wall, and unless I'm looking directly, like, 90 degrees looking at this wall, I will not climb it. And it drives me 
yeah. insane. Like, I was like, okay, I know the wall's there. I'm pushing into the wall, but I'm looking over this way. But you should still climb the wall. And that, that annoys me a little bit. But I think changing my aim speed, my aim sensitivity helped a lot. Because it was pretty slow in the beginning. Especially aiming down sight was very, very slow. I think... The big difference for me, like, I love this game. Like, of all the three games we're talking about today, this is probably, like, the most interesting to me. It does the most new. And it's the stories that it... Like, I can't even really tell you what we did in Battlefield. Like, I know we played it for a bunch of hours. But, like, the moments in this... I had a bit last night where we had sort of, like, a line of troops trying to attack a pillbox. And there was maybe 10 dudes in there. And there was maybe, like, 30 guys on my side. And we're all lined up. Everyone's getting nailed like the start of saving private ryan like you pop up you're just getting mowed down by machine gun fire the commander goes all right everyone smoke grenades now and there were probably 20 smoke grenades like thrown at this position suddenly everyone gets up out of the trench and runs on his command as well it's like one guy he has like a strafing run come through that suppresses them and suddenly we're in the trenches like stabbing people (laughs) like you know it's like close quarters and like that was an incredible moment that I'll probably remember always like whereas I don't really remember like a match of Call of Duty like it's just something that happens like and that was organic all player driven should probably say this is um 50 on 50 so it's not quite as big as Battlefield but it feels pretty solid yeah it's still 100 players yeah I mean, there's vehicles and everything. That's a whole other thing I don't even understand. Like, you need to work cool as a too, team <laughs> Vehicles to are cool too because you don't, like... You see a tank and you don't know, really, if it's your tank or the enemy tank until you actually see, like, the icon on the tank. Like, the little, like, the white cross or whatever. Yeah, I was saying that made me feel like a badass because I was like, no, I know that's a German tank. Like, it's that's the Iron Cross. Like... Yeah. If you can actually spot that at a distance, because it doesn't pop up and tell you this is an enemy tank, you just see a tank. If it's your tank, I think if you look at it and you're close enough to it, it will show you there's a player in Who's it in inside. a blue. Um, but at a distance, you really don't know. And it's very dicey as a whole squad rocking up against a tank and then finding out last minute that it's not yours. <laughs> uh, it's There's just so much to explore with it too. Like I've really only played as like a rifleman and an officer a little bit, but there's like engineers, there's like the supply teams you like work together to create these garrisons there's yeah obviously the commander driving vehicles is its own class you have like a tank commander a loader and a driver and you all have to like be on comms coordinate and yeah like there's just so much to it do you ever see the movie fury oh yeah with brad pitt it, yeah like being in a tank i imagine would be a lot like that movie where it is very much like you have your role and you will complete it <laughs> like it's not just like battlefield where you get in a tank and you can just kind of do everything and they are they are like working well they are that dominant again so like with these squads like you've got six guys only one of them can be an anti-tank dude that's another thing i really like about this is it yeah. limits what how many of a class can be in a squad yeah. Like, you can only have one medic. You can't have two medics. There can only be one sniper in the game. You, there's, you have two For recon slots. Yeah, one is a sniper, the other is a marker for them. Like a spotter. Yeah. And yeah, so, that's like, cool. You don't get Battlefield where everyone is a sniper sitting at the back of the game. Like, you kind of have to be either a specialist, and they're very limited, or just a general infantry. And, yeah, it's just very uh, forward-thinking, I think. I think a lot of games are going to copy this going forward. That's why it's probably the most interesting right now. You, you said it before, it's actually doing something different, 
Whereas like Battlefield, honestly, it's just more Battlefield. And it was good. It was mm. very glitchy. And I'm sure when it launches, it will be way more polished and, and better. But like, it is just more Battlefield, which for me, I'm fine with that. I know what it is. But yeah. this is like different and it's interesting because I'm like, oh, I haven't done something like this before. It's like, I have some skills from first person shooters I can bring into it, but it is a whole nother beast in itself. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, this is dark, but the closest thing I've ever played to this was a game called uh, Napoleonic Warfare. It was like a mod for this goddamn PC game. And that was like me and a bunch of guys from the UK doing essentially the same thing, but like, you know, Napoleonic line combat. So like you would practice to like stand in lines and fire and that was some grim shit. This is way better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm a big fan and I think we should try and play some after this. I'm just saying. I'll absolutely do that. Um, we should probably move along, but uh, we'll... Yeah, let's do that. We'll, I think we'll be coming back to, honestly, all these games, but this one particularly, we need more time with it. Uh, we yeah. still haven't... W- my dream is for us to get a full squad of people we know on microphone coordinating. We, ha- we haven't quite gotten there yet. I think we had four of us playing or something. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a full squad, and I just want to be in a game where the commander's actually commanding because I still am yet to experience that. <laughs> I did love... Uh, I was in a game and the commander seemed to be like a 15-year-old boy and he was just just his voice was so like, you know, high-pitched and... Uh, 15-year-old boyish. The amount of shit he was getting. He was doing a good job. Oh, actually, and I will say that, like, you know, this is a shooter, so you get like a bit of trash talking and stuff, but people are quite positive. In this like one game in particular, like all the officers thanked the commander for like doing what you're saying yeah like he made the game better for everyone because he was actually like calling targets and setting objectives and yeah it's even in like even in even in battlefield like being playing i don't play battlefield by myself because i never get into a squad where the squad leader does anything yeah it's really like i'm like but this that's what this is like what are you doing like do the things so it always is nice when someone actually does it. Uh, funnily enough, this is the first game I've ever seen where I could actually give accolades to people, like PlayStation accolades. And you know what that does? You, what to do? If you get an accolade, you earn 10% more experience total. So for whatever you've just done in that match. Oh, that's cool. It's, it is cool. Like it actually boosts them up and like rewards them for playing well or like wanting to earn accolades. It's... They're on yeah, nice. I wasn't guys. sure what they did. No, it's fine. I um, but yeah, I was. I'm a pretty big fan, and we should definitely play more of this later. Just we saying. also had that fun we... moment where we were Germans and we we're following our teammate uh, Madolf Bittler into into battle, <laughs> which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kavinda, Far Cry Six. I was really hyped up on this, and I've got to say, it's lived up to my. So, as, as the background, I've missed a few Far Cries. I didn't really play 5. I didn't play 4. Uh, I feel like we... I feel like you're lying. Because we diff- we've we co-opted a Far Cry in the past. A recent yeah, maybe. Far Cry in the past. But I didn't play the game. Like, I didn't, you know, spend a lot of time with it. This one I've been pumped for. And I've got to say, I'm having a really good time. I've, I've put, like, 8 or 9 hours into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've co-opted a little bit. And the complaints I'm seeing online, because it got kind of average reviews, like, you know, eights, sevens, couple of nines. Uh, it's more of the same. But for me, that's exciting because I, uh, I've missed it. I've, I haven't been playing this kind of game. It is more of the same, but I think they've done things like it just it seems just like they've made things better. 
I'm like yeah. keep saying quality of life, but like just the simple fact that like I have all my weapons and at any time I can just swap out my primaries. I don't have to go back to a state a table to or like the person the person I bought them from to like change my equipment set, which yep. is nice because that was just like a tedious task that felt unnecessary. And I don't know, I've been having fun with it. I don't love in this. You've got to have like specific ammo types for different enemy types, so you. Armored, you need like armor piercing. Or stuff, yeah, it's and um, if you don't have it, they're target. just hard to kill. The soft target, that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have that, they're just kind of meh. And I don't love that because then I've got to kind of think of this rock, paper, scissors game constantly. But I, I like that it's like, it's kind of hard. Like we were doing those operations before and like I died in that one operation. I died a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think I had this thought. Like it's interesting because from what I understand of four, I did play a bit of five and I understand there's like skill trees you level up and you can kind of unlock them, which is sort of like an RPG progression system. This game's weirdly done the opposite, where it's like it's like enemies have RPG resistances to like certain damage types, but then they've done away with the skill tree and it's all about your gear. Like you equip gear to oh, get I new abilities. I didn't realize you didn't have a skill tree anymore. No, you don't at all. Like it's all just your shirt. <laughs> Let's you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and like the shirt gives you bonuses, like your your gloves that make all your throwing knives do instant headshots. Yeah, which changes my gameplay because now I focus in on knives and like. Yeah, use I, did, them. I honestly didn't even pick up that. I forgot there was a skill tree in the last one that I played. Yeah, so. it's it's really interesting, but I think that damage thing is kind of a bummer. It's not a make or break thing. I just keep everything on normal ammunition and you just kind of... You're not doing optimal damage, but you're not... It just feels bad to like go after a heavy armor guy with a soft target bullet and you're doing like 40 Literally headshots nothing. and yeah it's bad but yeah no but overall I'm enjoying it and I like the story is kind of interesting to me I I've never finished a Far Cry game and I'm almost certainly not going to finish this one so the story is kind of irrelevant but I'm more interested in this story and more engaged in it than probably any of the other Far Cries I've played I've been mentioning to you like I had a free audible credit so I got a uh, Che Guevara biography you know the original Guerrilla. <laughs> <laughs> guerrilla fighter. Uh, and, you know, this is all kind of based on the Cuban War of Independence. So it's, I was going to say, felt- have, have, they been, have they been quoting that person in this game? Is that... I feel like they have. What, Guevara or... Yeah. They, they keep doing I quotes don't... of, like, some famous, like, guerrilla... Oh, no, like, that's him. Resistance oh, that's the, the Uwan. I think that, like, he's in the game and he's written a book in the game of how to be a guerrilla fighter. Ah, uh, okay. Won't try and pronounce that word the way it's pronounced in the game. <laughs> I will fail. Oh, yeah, the way they say gorilla. Garira. Garira. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not going to do it either. This is bad. But yeah, look, it's more Far Cry. And I think if you like Far Cry, you'll probably like this. I was just doing it. Like, I only got it because you were like, I've got it. And I was like, oh, well, I can get it for free. And then we can do co-op and yeah. we can see how that goes. And the co-op was like, honestly, pretty fun. Like, we were doing those, what are they, what are they called? Operations? I think they are grand, just co-op operations. operations. Yeah. But like, you've got to like get this special weapon but it's constantly getting hot so you either have to stay in the shade or you have to keep cooling it down and like water as you're trying to get back to your extraction point um and that f- kind of forces you into these enemy encounters which are surprisingly challenging at least the last time the last one that we did i was dying so much it was and again kind of alluded to it earlier for me of the three games we played like this is far and away the best shooting mechanics like the guns feel weighty the sound is incredible. Oh, we should have said that about Hell Let Loose. That has some of the most incredible sound design I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. The 3D audio in that is very good. Where really you can actually good. be like, there is someone on the other side of this wall and we uh, we need to know about that. Or and like artillery 
artillery deafens you. Like you, it's so loud. <laughs> it's like- and it looks really cool when those artillery strikes come through. They look really cool. I'm actually really impressed with like the the clouds that pop up as they come through. Like, I don't know, it looks nice. On sound design, we'll go back one step further. Battlefield 2042 sound design <laughs> was bad. Yeah, it's funny how this all... Fi- I knew this would be cool to kind of compare all these shooters. Uh, it was it's actually a- just kind of bad. Like, 3D audio didn't make sense a lot of the time. I couldn't hear people coming, and I... That's why I'm hoping, because the guns didn't sound great. Maybe that is just something no. that wasn't in there just yet. Yeah. But just overall, the sound was bad, and I the music of it is just not what I would expect from a Battlefield game. Like, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5, the music was so fucking epic and cool, and you were like, this is so sick. Like, it even hypes you up mid-battle when they would ramp the music up. Like, yeah, towards the Battlefield end of the game 5, and stuff. especially. But this just uh, was like, oh, this is just, like, generic nothingness, and it really didn't spark any sort of, like, motivation or excitement, or it didn't, it didn't enhance the experience at all for me. But just to finish off on this, we'll go back to Far Cry. But I, I actually do... I don't know. The more we talk about it, I'm like, shit, the full release is like three weeks away. Do they have time to like do... I, again, we said it's an old build, but like there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, there is. There's possibly the, the chance that they just left stuff out to keep the beta size down. Like yeah. In terms of a download size. I, who knows? Honestly, like, yeah. Chill the hype train. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, just to wrap... Far Cry up then. I'm not like I think I'm a little I'm a little further than you, uh, but probably yeah, like I said, eight or nine hours in. This is one I'd like to see through. Even if I don't like, you know, I had I toyed around with the uh the platinum. It's very obtainable. Uh but I don't know if I'll commit to that. You won't. I probably won't. But anyway, I'd like to see <laughs> this through. What actually I'm interested in is, you know, the, the massive world map I showed you. The final area is apparently like an urban zone, which has never been in a Far Cry game. It's like a full-on city. Oh. And I don't know how that'll work. Like, Yeah, shit. There's, not that I can remember, there's never been a full city. Yeah. Oh, so, the one thing to mention, the map was astronomically large. It was dauntingly large. We started <laughs> on the first little island, like the little tutorial island, and I didn't realize it was a bigger map. And then we got off the island and I was like, oh, holy yeah. it's like- shit. <laughs> 15 times the size of the starting area or something. Yeah, and it it's, was um, aggressive. I've spent all of my time in one of the three, or I guess four, big areas, and I haven't even seen all of it. Like, so this is at least a thirty-hour game, if not more. Uh, probably yeah. more. It depends what you like, how much you want to do, I guess. But that's what probably why I'm like, I probably will never finish this. And it's it's more just my history with Far Cry, where I never finish Far Cry games. I've never like I didn't finish two, and I didn't finish three, and I didn't finish four. <laughs> it's just it's scratching that itch where I just like put on a podcast, listen to an audiobook, and just, like, capture outposts or, like, knock out a bunch of those caches, like, get new gear, get new yeah, weapons. The, uh, and the AA guns and stuff. Yeah, it's just got that checkbox feel that I sometimes crave in my life because apparently... Good customization op- options for the weapons, too. Like, they, you can make them all pretty different. And, yeah, so far, it's, just, it's it is good. Like, I can't deny it. I was skeptical at first, but I got it for free, so I really can't knock it there. <laughs> But it's definitely uh, good. We'll we'll come back to that next week. I don't know if you'll play more, but I certainly will. I'll have more to say. Uh, then, Kavinda, uh, I believe we have a fun little segment now. Uh, what are we going to do here? What? Why am I? You can't do this to me, dude. I just did it to you. This is what you no, do to me every week. Adapt. No, this is bullshit. This survive. Is bullshit. I refuse to adapt. I refuse to survive. Overcome. I'm, I'm going to die here now. I, I lose track of weeks and when we say what we say and when things happen, who even knows? 
It was last but week. It was last week. Good. I wasn't <laughs> sure. Because for once in this podcast lifetime, we are going to follow through with something that we said. Love a good follow through. We are going to follow through and we're going to go through and using IGN's best video game of all time bracket, we are going to decide our best video game of all time. With using the their games. <laughs> yeah, I said with the asterisk that we did not select the list of games that's on here, which is going to make it a little more interesting. Now, sorry, just to say, very controversial list, we should say. A uh, lot of people really upset. A lot of other websites upset about this list. And what, what specifically? Just the games that go up against each other and how ridiculous it is to compare them. But, like, it is what it is. Well, it's also, like, how are we going to compare them, right? Are we comparing them with, like, what did I personally enjoy most or what had the biggest effect on the gaming industry? I My inclination well, is to go to the second one. I think it has to be more about how important the game is. Because we're saying best, not favourite. Best means, like... It's either. Mm, I yeah. think it has to be a part. I think it's got to be a bit of column A, a bit of column B. More column B for me, at least, is the way. Okay. I'm well, gonna... look. Let's. That's the best part of this. Um. So I just wanted to point out my awesome multitasking skill, and pretty much for the entire talking of Hell Let Loose and Far Cry Six, I've been cle- <laughs> I've been clearing the bracket. So all I have left is our is the starting opponents, and I and I don't see any of the results. Okay, I did see you like glazed over, staring at a screen. Yeah. yeah. I, so I just. I just I might not have sounded super involved, but I think I had some good input still while I was still clearing this bracket. Um, so the, what I do have now is I have all of the starting contestants on the left side, all the starting games on the right side, and I can see who in IGN's poll won each of those. But I can't see okay. anything else. And Important so we can kind of talk about that a little bit. I'm just looking at a different image, so maybe you <laughs> you advise me on this. Maybe we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. This could be a shit show. All right, uh, slight change of plans uh, based on how long we've been talking for already, which is <laughs> surprising. Uh, we're going to do half of this this week and we'll maybe do the other half next week to announce the final winner of this best video game of all time bracket. What a fucking cliffhanger. I know, Attention. Right? Well, let's, let's, let's milk this teat for as long as we can. <laughs> uh, so Love we're going to start on the left-hand side. Uh, the And we're going with whoever's versing each other in this bracket. We're not changing this. And we can talk shit on that as we go. Because uh, some of it is a little bit ridiculous. And how they decided to who is against who is... I have no idea. It's anyone's it, guess. It's ludicrous. Uh, so first up, we are going to go Red Dead Redemption or Bloodborne 2. Borderlands 2. Borderlands oh, yeah, I was 2. like, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> or um, a game that doesn't exist. I mean, that's easy. Red Dead Redemption. Borderlands, Borderlands was pretty huge, that second one, but it's, there's no comparison. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them will be so blessedly black and white. Um, the next one we have is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I mean, it's got to be GTA. Why? For me, that was like the real next level of GTA. Before this, we'd had Vice City and GTA 3, but San Andreas was like, it's the mo- It's so influential for open world games. Think about like all the mini games, all the things now, you can do. Like, if it was Mario Kart 64, would you have changed your vote? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just, no, it's Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I can't really put into words why it needs to be, <laughs> but it, that's how it needs to be. <laughs> uh, because game better. 
Mm-hmm. What do you think? All right. uh, look, I'm I'm kind of with you on both of them. Um, I just was a little bit offended that Rockstar's taking the cake on both of them. Both of them? That was weird. Right. Uh, I ca- Borderlands 2 was was fine. Honestly, it's hard to say because if we're going for like influential, I can't think a sequel is more influential than the original. Depends on the sequel. You know what I mean? I get yeah. it. Like, sure, it, it does. But also like Bioshock, I'll be more likely to say is an influential game over Bioshock 2, even if the mechanics of 2 was better. I think we'd both take that into account, like in that example. For Borderlands 2, right? I'm like, okay, well, it was probably a better game than Borderlands, but I remember the hype around Borderlands when it first came out, the millions of guns that they claimed there was, even though that was like a little bit of hyperbole. Yeah. Like, sure, there was millions of configurations, but a lot of them were very same, same. So that's why I'm like, ah, it's tough. Like, Red Dead, for sure, was ridiculous. And this is Red Dead Redemption 1. Just to clarify. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Was was amazing. But like the original Borderlands was also one of the only f- first person loot shooters that I can really remember. And that in itself is something. Yeah, interesting. You know, like um, if this was Red Dead Redemption 2, this is where the sequel, I'm like, oh, that is g- groundbreaking. Like The first Red Dead was that as well, though. I also feel like we already locked this in and moved on to the next one. So I'm confused (laughs) why we are back on this one. Well, no, we're locked in. Back to like the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Like I would have thought that like Grand Theft Auto like Vice City or 3 would be more likely to get that than San Andreas, which is more of an evolution of what they'd already done. But when it's going up against Mario Kart 8, I like I eight like that's the best Mario Kart game. That's why it's on here. I'm assuming is because it was the best of them. Like it yeah. has all of the old tracks and stuff like that. But for me, yeah, I just Mario Kart's not doing enough. It's not doing no, enough. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm a bit over it to be totally honest with you. Um, the next one's interesting because I've barely played one of these and I've definitely played a shitload of the other. Uh, it's Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, we're gonna argue about this one, I guess. Yeah, we are. Like, Knights of the Old Republic. Without Knights of the Old Republic, you don't get Mass Effect. Same team. This is Bioware. This is where they came from. This is where they, like, developed. This is how they became who they are. So, for me, it's got to be Knights of the Old Republic. (laughs) See, I just go pure, like, fun, nostalgic childhood vibes where I'm like, well, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Honestly, again, sequels are better. Like, I would, if this was Tony Hawk's Underground, I I would have voted that would for Tony be the one. Pro Skater Underground, but because it's two, I'd, I'll still go with KOTOR. Yeah, okay. Lock it in, Gary. <laughs> All right, locking it in. I'm going to say that a lot, I think, throughout this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next one, this one's so easy for me, so I'm going to do it quickly. Fallout New Vegas or League of Legends. I know what you're going to say, maybe, but I'm do going you? for Fallout New Vegas. No, I'm going to go Fallout New Vegas, definitively. I think you cannot... I love Fallout New Vegas, but League of Legends is one of the biggest video games of Uh, all time. I hear what you're saying. I refuse to put League of Legends in the next spot. Here is the failure of our system. What happens if we have a tie? (laughs) Um, I say something along the lines of, you've had it your way too many times. (laughs) What do you mean? We agreed. Yeah, I know we did, but I... um, Well... More or less. I I can't. I, I'm sorry. Fallout New Vegas is like one of my favorite games of all time. And I'm, I can't not. I, I, League of Legends shorts. Got it. Here's, here's where, here's where I'll I give know myself a, a technicality to agree with you. Fallout New Vegas is like a better game. It's just that League of Legends is a highly popular multiplayer game. Like it, that's okay, why it's so popular. This is it's where competitive. we this is where we toss up, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're calling it best video game of all time, and like that is a it's a tough one to de- define as a game that has influenced a movement and like a esports and everything. League of Legends for sure, right? Mm. 
But as a like, what is a better game or the best game? It's I New have Vegas. to give it to New Vegas. I'll give you that one. So I that's mean, why I, I was like, it's a bit of column A, a little column B, because I, I I saw this already in the list and I was like, ugh. I, I can't. Go. I know I should give it to League of Legends, but I refuse. <laughs> Just because of the caliber of person that plays and, and it. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a similar a similar issue with the next bracket. I and hate that the next is one. gonna be World of Warcraft or Fortnite. So both of these games are two of the most influential games ever made. World of Warcraft popularized the MMO, brought it to yes. the mainstream. Yes. Fortnite popularized the Battle Royale, brought it to the mainstream. I this is I, again. I, I can't keep refusing things. I refuse to put Fortnite in. It's also gut check. Like World of Warcraft is a better game. There's more to it. Like for me, oh, I would I, as as influential as Fortnite has been. I it didn't. Cr- it, I think War- World of Warcraft is is better in like in both sense. I think it had a bigger effect on the industry. And I think it's a better game. Yeah. No. I, I I think it has to be World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft has been locked. <laughs> Um, this one I think is really weird, and we spoke about it briefly before we started, but Chrono Trigger or Burnout 3 Takedown. And so interestingly, that... Burnout 3 won the IGN poll. I hate that so much. It's disgusting, Pro... and I'm going to say it's a, hard, it's a definitive Chrono Trigger in my book. Chrono Trigger is pretty widely considered to be the best JRPG ever made. I don't know how... I've never played Burnout 3. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> Chrono Trigger is like, awesome. I, I, I can't say it's bad, but I, I just don't have the insider knowledge to tell you that it's good enough to beat Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is um, like a masterpiece. So it's just like, so you're aware, I've, I've already moved Chrono Trigger into the next bracket. Love so it. We're, we're going <laughs> to keep, keep this ball rolling because I'm, supr- again, I, I'm shocked at how long we spoke about those three games. <laughs> yeah, <before>. right. <laughs> Congratulations, us, uh, podcast, yay. Soon the next to be one we have... One. Gaming oh, this podcast. is this is interesting for me. This is a this is tough for me. I don't like it. Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare OG. This is PS3 times we're talking. Or yep. GoldenEye 007 on Nintendo 64. Which oh, it's tough. It's tough. I know you want to give it to Call of Duty, and it is uh, a really good Call of Duty. Uh huh. GoldenEye again. This is where we get into like. GoldenEye. There wouldn't be a Call of Duty without GoldenEye. Like this was you the first. You can't say that first. Like, you can't say it. You can't definitively say that. No, you, <laughs> you cannot it, say that. Cause you don't I mean, know. like, something else would have come along, but GoldenEye was the first game that was a multiplayer shooter that, you know, existed in a 3D space. It, maybe it wasn't the first, but again, it popularized but yeah, it. Well, good, no, because you had, like, uh, what was it called? Uh, Wolfenstein and stuff, which was technically, like, a 3D shooter in a space. But anyway, but we're getting Not multiplayer. True, true. Uh, what about um, Unreal Tournament? Oh, that's true. PC. But yeah, that yeah. is true. Anyway, it doesn't really matter necessarily. I Modern Warfare was the first Call of Duty that created the monster that is this Call, Call of Duty. Duty. I love the cases we present for each game. You're like, this is why <laughs> this needs to be. There is no shooter that is mechanically better than Call of Duty. Here's where here's where the meta comes in. So I'm gonna seed this one. I'm gonna give you Call of Duty as a way to maybe get some wiggle room further down the line for something I care about more. Let's see if but, that okay. pans out. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy to take that. I'm happy to take that. The one thing I would say is I <laughs> I, I almost want to not put Call of Duty through because I fucking hate Call of Duty now and. The fact that this started the down spiral that is this yearly beast of Call of Duty, like, I'm okay to leave it off. 
It's hard though, because when I really get down to it, what would I rather play? I could never go back to Goldeneye, but I have many fond memories of it. I was going to bring it up. I was like, you can't, you can't go back to Goldeneye. Those tank controls are literally unplayable. So there has I'll, to let be you, a... I'll let you see it. We're going to go Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, there has one. to be a playability argument because you're considering this now. That's it, right? right and all now. of the games that we've chosen, like I could go back and play right now and have a good time with them. Chrono Trigger's awesome. I have it on my phone and it's great. <laughs> like yeah, it's, so it's like a 25-year-old game. I, I really want to read into it. Maybe I can read into it for next week. But how the fuck did they figure these, these out? Like, so the next one is Journey and Dishonored. I mean, that for me seems like, like IGN's given it to Dishonored. I mean, IGN's readers have. Well, the poll, the poll gave it to the Dishonored. The poll, sorry. Um, oh, it's tough because Dishonored's good, but Journey again was kind of unique. It was unique and also won many Game of the Years and was like, it, it was, was a, a short, unique experience. Yeah. And Dishonored, and I don't know, just personally, Dishonored just didn't really do it for me. Like, I tried a couple of times, it just doesn't do it for me. I suppose the counter to that is that Dishonored is a really well-designed stealth game from Arcane Studios. But Journey kind of does its one trick. You beat it in, like, what, an hour? Mm. And once you know the trick, like, you're never going to go back to it. Whereas Dishonored well, You can have like, replayability. Yeah, Dishonored has, like, some really cool, you know, alternate... Again, like, we love... Well, you love it more, but Deathloop. Deathloop yeah. is the modern, modern Dishonored. This is where yeah. they learnt all those tricks. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, this is a tough one, because I know what mm. you mean. Like, once Journey was done, I was like, that was fucking cool when I did it, and then it finished, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll never play it again. I want to give it to Journey, but my th- fear, my fear is that it's not going to survive the next bracket anyway, whereas could Dishonored? Well, I don't look, know. to be fair, who, the winner of this is going up against Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That's tough for whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, so look, I, I, I'm kind of with you with, like, Journey was a flash in the pan a little bit. Hmm. Like, it just happened and everyone was, like, blown away with it and it was, like, amazing and cool. But I'll, you are right. I will never play it again because I know yeah. what it is. I think so. it's got to go to Dishonored. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. I can't... I got to stop getting ahead of myself and, like, looking at the next one. But uh, it is All right, it so is. we are... The next one that we have, uh, Portal 2, The Sims 3. This uh, is interesting to me because, believe it or not, I've never played Portal 2. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I know. What? And I was a little fucking expert too. Okay, so Portal 2 is actually fantastic, and I'm really surprised you haven't played it. It's on PS... It was on PS3, PS4, whatever it was on. The Orange Box collection. Yeah. No, I think it was separate. That did come part of the Orange Box collection, I think, but it was separate. Or was there a Portal 3? No, I don't think so. No, there was Portal 1 or 2. Yeah, so Portal 2 I played standalone. Like, it wasn't part of a collection. Um, Such a good game. I... This is actually a tough one for me because I'm going through and thinking like which game just has to, done the most. And just I was like, to the set Sims the scene, yeah, just to set the scene. Like The Sims is a monstrously large game. Like even my yeah. my younger sister, she like basically only plays The Sims. Like that's the only reason she ever touches video games is to play the latest iteration of The Sims with oh yeah, same I have all of its like- many. DLCs. <laughs> like, yeah, I have friends that they, they they all they do is play The Sims on their computer and they don't play games. They don't play any games. All they play yeah. is this. That's the only game that they play. And they're like, oh, a Sims thing came out. I'm going to play that. Uh, so this is an interesting one. I personally, like as a game that I like to play would be Portal 2. But yeah. I also remember like staying up all night with friends when I was young on my PlayStation playing The Sims on it. 
Uh, look, I want to give it to The Sims, but I haven't played Portal 2. I understand its legacy and that it's like it's it, it's like a Chrono Trigger masterpiece. Like I I, th- I think we got to give it to The Sims. As much I as I w- love Portal 2, I think we have to give it to The Sims as just like a gaming legacy that they've created. At the very least, it differentiates us from the IGN list. We've <laughs> we've crossed over into a new timeline at this point. Uh, we've done that a couple of times. No. Uh, only on Chrono Trigger, Once. right? Only Chrono yeah. Trigger, yeah. <laughs> um, and we are probably not going to diverge on this one either. It is God Doubt of it. War 2018 or StarCraft. Again, this is tough because StarCraft is hugely influential, uh-huh. uh, but it's got to be God of War it's, every time. I'm already, I'm already doing it. I wasn't Boom. even going to have the conversation with you. Even if you were going to be like, but I gave you the, I gave you this one before, <laughs> I was still going to be like, not today, Satan. Uh, interesting. This will we might split on this a little bit one, a little bit one. Oh, How man, fucking I can't dare! Speak today. Oh, I had a okay. monster energy drink and I'm cooked. <laughs> I'm not even halfway through my little Red Bull. You, you little deviant, you suckled that down. Suckled at the teeth. <laughs> um. So you wait. You're gonna say something? This is interesting because well, introduce them and we'll talk about it. Uh, Sid Mears Civilization Four. Interesting I'm choice. S- I'm sorry. Did you say Sid Mia? It's Sid Meier. I did say Mia, and can I be honest with you? My entire life, I've always said Sid Meier. That's very Sid Meier's Civilization <laughs> Four, uh, Assassin's Creed Four, Black Flag. Now, if this was Civilization Five or Six, like you said, like some sequels are just better. I would there would be no question for me. But Four, for me, like the true breakthrough was Five, and then it was ultimately solidified by Six, which is the perfect civilization game. Um, I, that being said, I don't have... I didn't really play Black Flag, but I oh, presume dude. it's good. It was. It's my favorite Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people really like it. So this, we start going back to like the legacy versus the game itself. And like if yeah. we look at, at Sid Meier's Civilization as a legacy, like I'm like, it's probably that. But, but I never played four. I've only played six, five, six. It's also like... One? It would be hard to say that Black Flag didn't have a legacy. Like all of the, Assassin's Creed. Like all the ship stuff comes from this, right? Like, and then you go on to have oh, dude. Odyssey and Valhalla. And- it was so good. Um, yeah, and this was like, I think, this was like the last good Assassin's Creed game. Because Odyssey they became- and Valhalla and stuff are not the same games. They're RPGs at this They're point. like action RPGs where the combat yeah. feels like shit. Anyway. <laughs> now, <laughs> look. Sucks. Here's my case. I think it has to be Civilization, just to mm-hmm. mix things up, because I don't think Black Flag... Sh- honestly, I don't think either are going to survive the next bracket anyway, but... No, they're I think, probably not. I think it has to be Civ. Is, are you using your uh, your one back, your, your seed from earlier? Do you agree or disagree? <laughs> I disagree. I'd be choosing Black Flag, but that's just I will that's use my I seed. <laughs> I will use my seed. Don't touch me with your seed. <laughs> Spraying it all over the shop. All right, so Sid Meier's is in there. Uh, oh, shit's the about to one, get tough. Yeah, dude, the next one's a toughie. Uh, we've got The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Times on Nintendo 64, or any version of them, I guess. It doesn't really matter. Yep. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. What a fucking couple of heavyweights. Now, here's my yes. thinking on this. I have mm-hmm. nostalgic memory. My brother and I got Ocarina of Time on Christmas Day. We had to mm-hmm, beg mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. mother because this was the first video game that cost 100 Australian dollars. Yeah. And that was a ludicrous amount of money in like yeah, 97. You, 
adjust for inflation, that's like a $200 game, most likely. Outrageous. It was the golden cart. We got it. We had such a good time. We got stuck on a stupid puzzle for what could have been a week, but maybe was three months. I don't I don't remember. It's all uh, a blur. Unfortunately, the advent of the internet hadn't, hadn't taken hold no, enough it had for not. you to be able to find answers on there. That being said, I can put away all the nostalgia for this game and say that it has to be Skyrim. And you know what I remember as a nostalgia vibe was me coming to you with my PlayStation 3. We you set up two t- TVs <laughs> next to each other and we played it for so long that at some point I just had to call a timeout. The worst part of this compl- I was completely is- losing touch with reality. <laughs> You've told that story on this godforsaken podcast. That's how... We've come full circle. <laughs> We're telling the same story. I, I started asking questions like, "Like, did I actually, or was that on our last podcast that I no, also that was, spoke about it?" <laughs> when was it? It was when, uh, it was when they we announced... were talking about Skyrim. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna play version. it, and then we're gonna play it again. And maybe we should do the same thing. I'll just come to you, and I'll <laughs> yeah. get another TV, and we can play it again. Uh, but yeah, that was a thing. So I, I agree. I think it has to go to Elder Scrolls as much as I hate it, and as, and also I just don't have the. I never played Ocarina of Time at the time. So I don't have the same sort of like nostalgia drive. And when I did play it, it was on like a 3DS or something. And I actually didn't like it a lot. It It was really janky. Yeah. It had come a long way at that point. Uh, Okay. This next one seems like a slam dunk, but is worth exploring a little bit. Oh, yes, it is. Okay. So next one is Bioshock v Overwatch. If it was any other Bioshock, I might consider giving it to Overwatch, considering how big Overwatch is, how essential it has been to, like, eSports. Yeah, it has its own eSports league and stuff now. That being said, Bioshock is, like, my top five video games of all time. So, yeah, I, a it's one. a close one. <laughs> this is a close one. I would probably give it to Bioshock as well, because it's also probably in my top five. Again, like, for consideration, doesn't play well. Go back and play it today, like, Bioshock is in a rough place. Uh, it was a PS3 game in a weird, an early PS3 game, I believe. I feel like I did go back and play it. And actually, like, it's not too bad as long as you're okay with not have, like having to swap weapons and plasmids together, like you know, like not having both of them out. Yeah, it's not terrible. Uh, but yeah, it's got to go to Bioshock, and I, I can't have it any other way. Lock the next one's a slam shit. dunk. Is it? Oh, dude, straight up, uh, Minecraft or Fable Two, just purely on the influence it has had on the world. It has to be yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, it's true. Fable 2 is a good game. I'm not saying it's not, but I'll it ain't no Minecraft. And so I'd have we're going to just... Yeah, it's just not. I'm so sorry. So Minecraft it is. Uh, and we're going to go with The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt and Diablo 2. Despite having just played Diablo 2, it's a great game. This has to be The Witcher. It does, because it was. it is a, still a gold standard in open world RPGs in my mind. And just Western. storytelling. It's just... It's good shit, inside and out. Speaking of inside and out. Oh, what a little segue <laughs> to our final bracket. Uh, we have Doom, original Doom, and Inside. Play this both. is a tough one because it's like Inside is a great game, but I don't think you can compare really like Doom. Talk about like, yeah, actually starting shooters as a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like Doom was like the first breakout one. It has to be Doom, right? It's funny because I'm sure ma- I've said so many outrageous things that people are going to be furious at. But I-, I feel pretty confident in saying like Doom is OG shooter. Like you don't really, I don't know, you don't really uh, get any more OG than that. So Doom's in there. 
that actually concludes our first round on this side of the brackets. So uh, I'm confused. Do we now yes. continue this until we have yeah. one winner from this side? Yes. Okay, cool. You know I'm not a sports then, boy. Yeah, that's fine. And then we're gonna we're gonna determine this winner, and then next week we'll or if there's no news or very little, we'll figure it out. We will figure out the other side, and then we will have a showdown at the end for the last two, where we can have a good old debate about the final two. That's interesting. Okay, so from here on so out, we're, gonna, we're going off your records because I am now on. Yeah, outdated. I'll, I'll read them out again, and we'll go from there. I've got it all all tallied up here, ready to go. So, second round. Here we go. Uh, it's Red Dead, Re- Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, I got go, to go Red Dead. I do too. Yeah, that seems right to a, me. Yeah, yeah. Again, if it may, if that was Grand Theft Auto Five, maybe it's a different conversation. And if it was Red Dead Redemption Two versus Grand Theft Auto Five, what would you do? Red Dead Two. I love that game. I'd love me to be too. able to. I, where's my sixty FPS patch? Honestly, dude. I honestly, What's going on? I started. I started it again just so I could get through the intro, so when they do release that patch, I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. Um, this one is a tough one for me, and it's probably going to be a tough one for you, uh, but Knights of the Old Republic or Fallout New Vegas? For me, it has to be New Vegas, but that's just a... I've played it more, and I love it, so... Oh, again, like, it's... This is a tough one, because it's like, Knights of the Old Republic is... And you're going to get to play it, like, it's being remade oh i'm sure so we can maybe revisit this <laughs> we never will but it'll be funny to like yeah for you to consider this moment and be like look oh. uh, uh, i'm happy to let you make this choice being that you've played both of them and i've really only played one so like i'm i'll let you make that one make the call this is yeah this is tough because new vegas purely on a story level knights of the old republic has a twist that is so groundbreaking. Again, like once it's almost like the Bioshock twist, where like once you you never forget it. It's like, yeah, inconceivable. Like New Vegas is a cool game. The story itself, just to compare the story, that's all I'm going off here. Like I I have to give it to Knights of the Old Republic. I already I knew so well I knew you were gonna do it. It's already it's already won. I've already I've already put it there. I think it has to be that way. New Vegas right. is good. I'll accept but it. I'll accept we're getting it. we're getting into the not, tough stuff now. Not all of my favorite games can win everything. You know what I mean? And I, I understand that. Uh, our next bracket is going to be World of Warcraft. Oh, I can't speak today. World of Warcraft and Chrono Trigger. Ah, oh, <laughs> this is getting interesting. Um, <laughs> I, again, In my mind, it has to be WoW. I see. I'm the opposite. I'm a hundred percent the opposite. But I'm the jrpg guy like this is that's it right now this you, is like, the you grandpa the bias out of it as much as you can you got to take the bias out of it because chrono trigger while it's amazing has it was amazing at its time and hasn't really done anything since counterpoint counterpoint right now if that's wow, the way it's it buckled it's at the worst it's ever been people are leaving True. it in droves but the fact that it took 20 years to be the worst it's ever been and chrono trigger hasn't been anything in 20 years uh counterpoint chrono trigger is impeccable today as it was back then it hasn't gotten worse wow has wow is a changing game i guess chrono trigger is just very (laughs) niche right if you like i can talk to general population and say the world of warcraft and they know what i'm talking about it resonates with more than just a niche gaming community i understand where you're coming from and i will it's not a seed but i i agree that world of warcraft it's okay you lost that one that's okay i've accepted it uh (laughs) 
World Warcraft is moving on forward into the next round. Next up, we have Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare versus Dishonored. Say it, Gail. Fucking say it. I guess I got to give it to Call of Duty just because. I know do- you do. If it, again, if it was it. if it was Dishonored two, different story. But we're not there. It's and not. That isn't the case. And here we are. Uh, Sims three v God of War twenty eighteen. Jesus Christ! Move on to the next one, Govinda. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I just had to say it so people who listen are paying attention and and can follow. So God of War is, is the God of, winner. <laughs> God of War is going to continue on. Sid Meier's Civ 4 v Elder Scrolls Sky- 5 Skyrim. Got to be Skyrim. That's a tough matchup. Again, if it was yeah. Civ 6, different conversation. I'd probably give it to Civ. Uh, so Skyrim is going there. Oh, my God. That's actually pretty brutal. Uh, Bioshock versus Minecraft. Without bias, it has to be Bioshock because that is the kind of game... Uh, well, I guess it is biased already. <laughs> That's what yeah, I want to see like... more of. I don't want more. <laughs> Minecraft exists, but I'd love more games like Bioshock. I don't think we need more games like Minecraft. Well, because Minecraft is, is the perfect version of Minecraft. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Bioshock is a dark, mature, deep storyline, which is what <laughs> so I want what, more of. What I'm hearing from you is fuck the children, right? Well, <laughs> I don't want to get on a list <laughs> or anything, but, you know... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what like I'm saying. That. Fucking <laughs> hell, man. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt or Doom? It's got to be The Witcher. That's probably going to upset someone, but... Oh, yeah. It'll upset anyone who's over 35. <laughs> oh, I played Doom. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's what they sound like, though. It's true. I know. Almost exactly like that. Um, cool. Well, that is the second round completed. Uh, we are moving into the quarterfinals. Wow, you weren't kidding. This did take longer than I was expecting. I know, I know. That's why we're only doing half this time, because I have to edit this. <laughs> Rip your edit. <laughs> no, to be honest, I think this this part of the edit will be pretty chill. I'm actually not too concerned. Uh, okay, quarterfinals, round one. Red Dead Redemption, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, I've stuck it this far. I think it still has to be Knights. Um... Again, if it was, strongly if it was Red Dead, disagree. If it was Red Dead Two, I'd give it to that. But I just, without Red Dead, you wouldn't have Red Dead Two, and that's definitive. I mean, that is definitive. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> like, you, you can't. <laughs> I guess it comes down to like Knights of the Old Republic informed other games like Skyrim. You wouldn't have a Skyrim without Knights of the Old Republic, whereas you wouldn't have something like I don't know. Fucking the latest Ubisoft game so about Red now, Dead Redemption. With, with, with that in mind, right? With that in mind, if if I wouldn't get a Skyrim without KOTOR and I wouldn't get a Red Dead Redemption 2 without Red Dead, I would go Red Dead because I'd rather play Red Dead Redemption 2 than Skyrim. I For think me, it's a better game. To get on your side, I have to consider the individual game. And like, yes, just that game, the gameplay itself is As the tiebreaker, yeah. yeah. Again, it's like tough because if we're talking about narrative or story, which Red Dead is also big on, I'd have to give it to Knights. But and that's one I can't talk on because I like yeah, I think the story of the the original Red Dead story I thought was really good, and the way it ended was like a pretty big it was thing in the industry at the time. So like I'll go Red Dead. I will again because I haven't really put the time into oh. Kotor. I will let you make the choice. As much as I hate that. Yeah, no, look, I think it has to be Red Dead, even though it's not what I want. It's for the greater good. 
because I'm humble and I'm able to do that. World of Warcraft, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. At this point, for it to have made it through, and using your own arguments, I think it has to be World of Warcraft. I think I agree with that as well. Yeah, it's... I, if it was a different Call of Duty. Actually, I don't know if uh, there is a better Call of Duty. I don't know if there's a better one, or one that's better for this table right now, honestly. so First Black Ops, maybe? Wasn't that huge? Maybe, but I think... Like, it, this is probably the best one to be on this list because without this, it wouldn't have a Black Ops. Uh, so, that's a World of Warcraft right there. We are going to move into God of War. Oh, this is tough. God of War or Elder Scrolls V Skyrim? <laughs> oh, shit. Like, uh, just, it's hard because Skyrim is gigantic and huge and, like, it is amazing and it was at the time, especially. Yep. Uh, but God of War was pure polish. Like It's hard for me, too, because, again, God of War is in my top five video games of all time so it's hard to like really remove myself it's also like, I like tricky because you can't really talk about what god of war has done for gaming because it's still it's too close fresh Sky, I, I, like, just ha- to, to play devil's advocate i think you and i and our friend group probably spent two years fantasizing about what skyrim was and would be like after seeing that initial trailer and then just waiting for it like I didn't have that kind of anticipation for God of War. But someone, you could, well, I didn't have the anticipation because I didn't expect much because the other God of Wars were what the other God of Wars was. Whereas Uh, this was a totally new thing. The problem I have with the anticipation piece is it was a different time in my life and I don't really get excited for games the way I used to. You're dead inside. Well, no, I just like, I'm like, oh, cool, that looks sick. When it comes out, I'll play it. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Whereas then it was like, I couldn't, I literally couldn't wait. You know, I, like, I remember I like so re-watching the E3 trailer like over like a million and over times. again. Yeah. Like. So it was just a different time. So it's, it's hard to <sighs> use my hype at the time to make this decision. And when I think of it like which was a better game, like story, gameplay, sound design. It's got to be God of War. It, it's got to be God of War. But Are we just going to end up with that. IGN's result and it's just going to well, be God that's of why, War? <laughs> that's why this is a tough one. Um Okay, I have a, just a random aside because they're not gonna they uh, they're probably not gonna battle each other in the end. But Elder Scrolls Five or The Witcher Three? If it had to be between the two of them, because like is it, that honestly, a hypothetical? If they, if, it's a hypothetical because I'm choosing God of War to go through. Yeah. So it, it hypothetical can't, that can't be, but I, hypothetically, I would have to give that to The Witcher. We're about okay, to have so a really tough time, by the way, if it's God of War versus The Witcher. But we'll. It, it's, it's Let's almost, wait a second. Oh, it's actually not certainly going to be that. It's not certainly going to be that. It just very possibly could be because the next one is Bioshock or The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. <laughs> Again, this is basically... We're getting into my top five games of all time now. Like, The Witcher would be in there too. It's... Mm-hmm. I think if you'd asked me this two years ago, I might have had a different answer, but I think it's probably The Witcher. At this point, I think it is too because it's they're both ridiculous. But then you start looking at like then I have to figure out a way to break the two up, and I'm like, which one do I want to play again? And it's so hard because CD Projekt is just absolutely diarrhea shit the bed. Yeah, I can tell you definitively. <laughs> I can tell you definitively, Cyberpunk's nowhere to be seen on this bracket. Um, and I, but I mean, so- like the the team that made Bioshock don't even exist anymore. So like, it's <laughs> it's weird. I think uh, it's got to be The Witcher. Okay, The Witcher it is. 
Now we're in semis finals, and this is where shit's going to get so difficult. Uh, oh. Red Dead Redemption or World of Warcraft? It's got to be World of Warcraft. I think it. I think it does. Yeah, like if and, um, if that's the line it's been following, that same argument holds true against Red Dead as well. Like it's, I think it does, and it it makes me sad a little bit because I it's it's brutal because I'm looking at it and I'm like I almost don't believe that it's where it is right now. Yeah, but it like I but it it is it just is that because like I've played a good chunk of Warcraft, World yeah. of Warcraft, but it's yeah I don't know it's just such it's again it. That's a tough one because through, it permeates through everyone's life to some extent. Everyone knows what World of Warcraft is. But we also aren't, I guess we kind of missed a little point there where we weren't really talking about the gameplay, which isn't great. It's not great to play. It's just that everyone played it and it's had such a, it's a wide for what appeal. It is, for what it is, it is, you know? Mm. You know, like it is just an MMO and for that it is pretty good. And it was the standard for a very long time. And I'm sure people have done it better since. But like, I was going to say, my this, my sweet summer child. There are so many. <laughs> of <laughs> Even course, with that, check out like New World on Twitch or something. This new Amazon RPG. It's fucking awesome. MMO. Of sorry. course, of course. But like, without World of Warcraft, they wouldn't probably be what they are. Like, they didn't have the benchmark yeah. to be like, let's do this, but make little things better. You know. So, it is what it is. Warcraft is in there. Uh, God of War or The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt? Uh, you know, it's funny because I think it has to be God of War. But if this had been Bioshock versus God of War, that would be a more interesting matchup for me. But I think when it's those two, I have to give it to God of War. Oh, it's so Do you have a rebuttal? <laughs> no, because I think that too. But that's it's just hard because I, I look at this list and I'm like, well, I played God of War and was like, this is the best game I've ever played. And so it feels like I'm instantly going to be biased towards God of War. Um, I think so we've been fair all the way through, like as fair we as we can be. <laughs> well, that's it, right? It's, there's always bias in this. There's no objective way to choose the best game of all time. So I just love that we're, we're going to ultimately end up with God of War. <laughs> ultimately, right? Because now we're at the final of, of this, this side of the bracket and we're looking at World of Warcraft, a God of War, and I'm gonna tell it's i god can't let warcraft win this because then it's just not it's not possible so god of war is gonna be our winner i'm gonna call it the left side of our bracket yes um, on so every level god of war beats world of warcraft with the exception of perhaps units sold <laughs> that's like the one metric and i guess like mass appeal like you know everyone's mass played appeal, sure, but like you look at the metacritics for both of them and then get back to me I don't know what Warcraft is. What Warcraft I don't know what is, God of Wars is. I'm sure plenty of other games. Like this fucking House in Fata Morgana um, visual novel has a hundred on Metacritic. No other game has that. So uh, like, okay. I, I don't know. What it is what about. it is. I've never heard of that in my whole life. Exactly. But all I can tell you right now is God of War has taken it to the championship round. Uh, next week, we will find out who it will face. Uh, but I, I got to end this fucking podcast. Otherwise, we're never getting out of here. Kale, where can the good people find us? They can find us at Long Live Pod on both Instagram and Twitter, and I'll be there all day. And I'd just like to apologize in advance for this being the longest episode of Long Live Play, probably by a decent margin. I uh, hope you all have a great day. Uh, stay tuned next week to find out what we think IGN's best video game of all time <laughs> should have been. <laughs> oh, what a cliffhanger. Goodbye. Goodbye.